Folks, it's a COVID-free week of news. Psych. Ooh, remember psych? That was fun. 2020, though, not fun. Ooh, not jokes. Also a thing. This week is pretty much all COVID, and we get to taste COVID in all the sports flavors. So let's talk about it. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves to Wolverines Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined as always by the man who is currently in heated litigation with Gretchen Whitmer over the use of the phrase Big Gretch. It's Kevin Greck. Greckers, how's it going? I thought we were going to be able to keep this, you know, civil between the two of us. You know, she's got a lot of heat right now. She's got the whole rap song thing, but we all know I'm the one true Big Gretch. So I'm a little disappointed uh, in in the uh, in the governor right now. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I think we're going to get this all worked out, and it'll you know in, in such a way that uh, is beneficial to everyone. Or I'm going to take her ass to the cleaner. So whatever it takes, whatever it takes. What do we have going on today, Mike Jones? What uh, what's the sports flavors that we start out with? Oh, we've got the footballs and the basketballs and some more basketballs and then some baseballs. It's it's great. Um, But of course, before we move to that, we do, as always, thank people for listening to the show and ask them to share the pod with Spartans in your life. Follow us on Twitter at Spartan underscore pod. And of course, rate, review and smash that subscribe button for the show. We do genuinely appreciate those ratings and reviews and apparently helps other people find it. Uh, So that's the thing. Um, and before I put Kevin on the spot to tell me about the structure of our good show, we of course need to say a word about our presenting sponsor, Fraser's pub, Ann Arbor, Michigan, Packard street open for dine in drink in to go, whatever you'd like. Great pub fair wood paneled aura. Uh, if you will, um, <laughs> with paneled aura, it's a vibe. That's the thing it the kids sure say. Is just want to vibe sure you can vibe with some wood paneling and we can also vibe with a uh ann arbor uh brewing star strawberry blonde as well yes for the rest of the few days of this month the arbor brewing strawberry blonde a 6.8 percent alcohol by volume belgian blonde ale is available for a mere 5.99 getting you uh 23 ounces and kevin word on the street is mm-hmm. If you happen to listen to this episode a little bit late and you stroll into uh, to Fraser's Pub next week, you might be able to get a lighthearted Ooh. Bells for that price. Ooh, that's a little sneak peek of sneak uh, peek. beers of the month to come. So that's that's really exciting. Uh, and while we're talking about Fraser's, we we did not put this on our on our show notes. But should we share some tentative plans with people or we want to keep that under wraps for now? We're going to keep it under wraps. Mostly okay. because some of the co-hosts of the show don't know what you're referring to. Uh, you know, that maybe co-hosts will be in a general location together. Sure. But that, we, well, we'll keep that under wraps for now. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, so while we're keeping that wrapped up, uh, you want to tell the folks about the structure of the show? Yeah, dude. Greenwall, boom, football, basketball, other stuff going on, on in MSU sports. Not a sponsor. We're... <laughs> 
<laughs> this is a segment of the show as well. We have one this week. It's exciting. Then off Grand River, NBA is back. MLB is kind of back. Who knows? <laughs> then, I'll start. Real sponsor, Brandon Sands. Uh, Brandon with an E, Sands with a Z. And then Twitter questions. It's the last week, Twitter questions for the month. I mean, this is it. It all comes down to this, Mike Jones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is it. Stand up and fight for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is very exciting. Um, it's great. Love it. And, Mm -hmm. uh, let's get into it. So let's head behind the green wall and cover some of our Michigan state headlines. And of course, our main story tonight slash day, whenever you are listening to this is of course, Connor Hayward being named to the, uh, Paul Hornig, uh, watch list, which is the award for the most versatile player in the country. Psych. MSU oh, is shut God. down and we need to talk about it. That's a callback, baby. That's a callback. You keep getting us with the psych on this one. Oh, huge. Amazing. Oh, so good. Uh, no, we're not spending time talking about how the dude that wasn't on the team last last year is now a most versatile player. Not even the starting player. Oh, my God. He's, uh, God, they're all so bad. They're all such a waste of time. Uh, yeah, so the whole team is in quarantine right now. Isn't that great? Yes. That is correct. So um, I I guess let's give a timeline for kind of what happened and then chat about it a little bit. So um, Michigan State had uh, some surveillance surveillance COVID testing that was happening um, and uh, and it came back on Wednesday with a positive result for a staff member that they then decided to suspend practices until the remainder of the uh, testing of players and coaches had come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can assume, based on that decision, that the staff member who tested positive was in contact with a decent amount of the team. Of the football team. Yeah. Yes. Um, lo and behold, um, a, an additional staff member and one football player came back with uh, with COVID positive test results. Um, accordingly on Friday, Michigan state, uh, decided to cease practices and, uh, go into quarantine for 14 days for all of the players and the two staff members who tested positive. The remainder of the coaches are able to continue about their lives as normal. Yep. So, um, this is so I guess let's talk about this on on a few different levels that we've not outlined. Uh, I think we should talk about this from a what does it mean for if we're going to pretend that there's football? Um, we should talk about why this means there won't be football. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we should probably. Um, I guess. um maybe talk about how the the players and and maybe some of the coaches are feeling about this charade that we're doing. Let's skip to that one. Cause okay. what, what were they? <laughs> it was uh, how this affects football. Uh, it's another indicator that there shouldn't be football. Well, so <laughs> it, let's, it, let's say just so people know MSU was about ready on Friday. They would have entered 20 hour um, a week practices. Mm. And then, Two weeks after that, they would have been able to go to full camp. So mm-hmm. pads, contact, et cetera. So this is, if we're going to pretend for the moment, because rah-rah football, 
um, that there will be football. This is a detriment to Michigan state in that as you're trying to install a, a new system, these next two weeks were big for being able to do film walkthroughs, larger team meetings, um, and probably would have resulted in a deconstruction of some of the isolating, uh, some of the systematic isolating that MSU had been doing. So for instance, they had been having players work out with um, players that they lived with. So that that if someone tested positive, they would have been able to more easily sort of isolate and, and contact trace that. And so this would have been an escalation in, in exposure but when you have a staff member who tests positive, none of that really matters. So, um, so if and when they come back to do practice, this does sort of uh, slow down the progression that you would have wanted to see. Mm-hmm. So that's all I wanted to say about how this affects if there's football. Okay. So uh, you can move to why this shows that there shouldn't be football, because if three people testing positive shuts down an entire team, which is the right thing to do, by the yep. way. Yep. Um, this is you know, the right call. I, uh, I chatted with a friend of the pod, Alex Plum, health, uh, public health expert, and you know, confirmed that this is actually absolutely the appropriate reaction for containing an outbreak. Making sure that it doesn't turn into an outbreak mm-hmm. is the important step here. So if you're going to do this right, that means you're either... Uh, scrounging around case hall for for new football players every week which could be fun that's our chance jonesy we just just make ourselves available over there (laughs) yeah we can get Uh, pancaked on the on the o-line uh per the twitter questions from last week so all right let's let's dive in then to uh the moral conundrum that we're we found ourselves in so the entire team all the young men of the team have now had to put themselves into full COVID quarantine in Holden Hall. Was it that you said? I, that's uh, what I've heard. Yeah. Which is a fine, a fine hall uh, to be in. However, members of the staff, the paid members of the team, um, are presumably at home with their families, living full regular adult lives, I guess, in COVID adjusted terms. It does seem a bit weird, doesn't it? Like, yes. couldn't we have set Mel Tucker up with a, uh, with a nice little off-campus dorm room, uh, for him to quarantine himself in? Um, honestly, uh, it, from a, from a perspective of solidarity. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's just another indicator of the inequity of what we're asking these young men to do and giving them the option of not doing, of course. Right. Let Let's talk about that this. for a second. Jonesy, which would you prefer? Which bothers you more? This and the taking the risk of causing COVID outbreaks, not just at MSU, but across the nation, or kicking the can, that's a foreshadow, uh, down to the spring when potentially there is a vaccine, and then giving NCAA athletes some degree of preferential treatment in receiving that vaccine. Which bothers you more? Um, the the former, because because masks and physical distancing work. Yeah, that that I mean, vaccine would be great, 
but uh, you can look at the science behind masks and physical distancing. And if we all hopped on board, may not really need a vaccine. We could potentially, I mean, it would, it's unlikely, but we could potentially just kill this thing out if everyone did their part. It's possible that we could New Zealand this thing. Uh, it, 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 that that is a thing that can happen. It can happen absolutely. There's a country proving that it can happen. Uh, yes. But my question is, which which bothers you more that that we're doing right now, which is obviously not working, and is we're all just doing this charade in the there for the sake of uh, ad time in football games or. After, you know, specific populations, uh, older people, um, et cetera, get the first round of a supposed vaccine in the late winter, early spring, and then NCAA athletes get preferential vaccinations, and then they can play football, you know, with some other precautions, because it looks like the vaccine isn't going to be 100% effective not that any of them are but um which would you prefer i i would prefer that because i would too yeah the former is we we don't conduct um risky behavior now Mm -hmm. um we we do our part to (laughs) hopefully i mean i i can only imagine that if we if we suppressed covid spread levels now Mm -hmm and then had a vaccine it would make the vaccine more effective because we would already have covid levels at a sufficiently low level i completely um, agree yeah it, like that just seems like math which i am not a mathematician but i i took enough math that that makes sense to me yep because what so, we're not i mean as a east lansing resident what i am I have a little bit more interest in is the external factors for these young people in their COVID, you know, positive tests. And like, where did those, where did those positive tests come from? Who else have they have been in contact with? You know, well, so uh, let's, how well are these quarantines actually working? Uh, well, let's talk and, about that for a second, because okay. I think it's worth mentioning that a, a spread of one person to two people, so we assume that we have one staff member who was a positive infection. Mm-hmm. And then that spread to two additional people mm-hmm. is consistent with not wearing a mask, mm-hmm. which we may have or may not have brought up on previous podcasts that there were some pictures of people not wearing masks. Clearly not wearing masks at, at uh, practice. So uh, look, I, yeah, I, because the, the other, insane thing is that i'm sure these these young men feel the weight of the world on them to to actually be above their age Mm -hmm. it it seems like you know coach tucker has communicated that and it seems like there's buy-in on it though we can talk about jordan reed's tweet in a moment which is a completely fair critique um but it seems to me that they would have less mechanisms for a free life right now. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're being holed up somewhere. They have obviously lots of testing, lots of monitoring. 
And then you have staff members who have a home away from campus that they return to probably do more grocery shopping than um, a student athlete have family members that live with them who go about their normal lives and can contract things. Mm -hmm. So what's, what's, really maddening about this is that if we assume, which maybe it's inappropriate to assume, but if we assume that a staff member contracted this first and then brought it to the players, that's messed up. That's the inequity of when I said from a a place of solidarity, Mel Tucker should be holed up in, in a dorm room. Mm -hmm. I'm not really kidding about that because we're, we're making big asks of kids, kids, to forego being a college student, probably going to be doing all remote learning to, to be football ready, which is just insane. Like this is becoming maddening. And so the fact that, that these people who are getting paid, you know, I don't know what kind of staff member it was, but let's assume for the sake of argument, it was an assistant coach, stupid amounts of money. Yeah. I mean, we have a vague idea of what the assistant coaches are making. Uh, so yeah, continue. So the idea that these people are going about their lives and or have family members with them who get to go about their lives, because it, this is this is why college football won't happen. Like MSU had arguably the best standards when it came to to responding to covid and coronavirus, and it wasn't good mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. And, and it's because because coaches like you and I, it, it, I mean, let's give them the benefit of the doubt as being people who are being reasonably precautious in their everyday lives. What about their everyday lives in ways that aren't available and open to these college students and then brought that into, into, into the team. And so you're not going to, you can't bubble college students and you're not apparently going to go so far as to bubble the coaches which they should be, they make enough money. They should be in a bubble. Yeah. That's my rant. End of rant. Good. We did it. We fixed it. We fixed the whole thing. Um, should we move on to, I mean, there's some gossip that college athletics, college football is going to be pushed a couple of weeks. Um, and that the NCAA we'll is changing or is going to give some really weak ass testing standards. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of that matters. I think the teams already have the testing standards and the conferences that they're, that they're going to have. Should we move on to football or to uh, basketball? Pardon me. Sure. Uh, so the, the, I guess it's, this is going to be some recruiting news. Uh, and we should say that in football as well, MSU may be getting two big recruits. Uh, one would be in basketball. Um, Tomorrow, we're recording on July 27th slash 26th, depending on the segment you're listening to. Um, And the. uh, Yeah, so so tomorrow, the 28th, um, Enoch Boyachi, Boyachi, uh, I, I tried so many times. Uh, maybe it seems like possibly committing to MSU. Uh, yeah. Boachi is a low five-star, high four-star center out of Canada. He's 6'10", 240. Oh, a Mel Tuck- That's a lot Tucker of dude. dream. That's a Mel Tucker dream right there. Um, he, uh, 
what did what was the bizarre praise that was given of him? Uh, um, it was all pretty standard, but you read it to me before recording in a very seductive voice, and I'll, I'll say that uh, he's a it talented was exhilarating. with an extremely high upside, impressive frame with wide shoulders, long arms to go with a pretty good hand for a young post has legitimate body control and ball skills for the position. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Grab. Uh, so, uh, whew. everyone take a pause, take a, take a walk, uh, class of 2022. And it sounds like he's going to stay there. I, I believe we heard that there wasn't much, uh, interest in reclassifying to 2021. Is that correct? I, I only heard that he could. Um, I don't know about the interest level. That's that's news okay. to me. Well, but. it's it's a pretty sure thing, but it's less sure a thing than uh, our friend uh, Max Christie. So we'll break this down hopefully next week, but uh, very encouraging. And we can just talk about how uh, Tom Izzo is living his best recruiting life. Oh, my God. Um, it's insane right now. So, <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, for whatever it's worth, he's the number three center, uh, in the rankings, number one recruit out of Ontario, 18th in the country, according to 24 seven. Um, but he does not have a composite ranking because he's in Canada. So because that's, some um, American exceptionalism garbage, <laughs> rank the Canadians, rank the Canadians. All right. There's only like 10 of them who matter. Like just <laughs> pretend they're American. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, it's very exciting. If he does end up committing to to MSU, it it is making for a crazy 2021-2022 in theory that Tom Izzo has coming in. Like, yeah. As terrible yeah. as your life is now, just think about how it might be worthwhile in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if at some point in time I think we we really do. I know we've been talking about this. We need to get the scholarship chart out. Because stuff's going to get weird. Don't let it worry your sweet head. This is for others, our betters, to concern themselves with. We just get excited about crutes and stars and rankings. And, uh, you know, just putting Big Ten Championship banners and Final Four and National Championship banners up in the rafters without having actually played those games yet. Um, Yep. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, so anyway, uh, either um, wish him well or say uh, welcome and go green. Because um, mm-hmm. by the time this probably is released uh, and you've listened to it, he's made a decision. So Enoch, uh, we hope you become a Spartan. If not, all the best, buddy. Um, so I guess the one other thing to chat about real quick is that the NCAA Division One guidance, yada, 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 committee has offered or not as offered has uh, given competition waivers uh, to all four fall sports other than football, allowing them to play 50% of their competitions. Um, and then as a sort of aside, uh, mm-hmm. though, this appears to be what we would call in the legal profession dicta, which is to say they've not made a decision. It's just sort of there. They did also note that in selecting champions for fall sports because that's a thing that's going to happen uh that the traditional ranking systems of rpi and net may not quite work for the fall um so individual 
leagues, conferences, et cetera, will have to kind of make their own best judgments. Great. Um, but so the, the gist is, is that in theory, you're supposed to do a certain amount of competitions in any particular sport. And with conferences, understandably uh, canceling non-conference competition, that may eliminate um, those scheduled meets, games, competitions, whatever. So uh, the NCAA marching forward as if there's going to be sports. There's not. And I like how 50% competition for the, but not for football. Um, yeah. What's that about? It doesn't matter. None of it matters. It's all garbage. We're all just pretending. So, uh, Josie, do we have any not a sponsors this week? We do. And it's a very timely one, uh, because (laughs) I couldn't make this segue up if I tried. So look, folks, have you ever had a tough decision to make? Perhaps a boss, subordinate, or coworker is looking to you for direction. Maybe a loved one wants you to choose between two refrigerator models. Well, the NCAA has a product for you. They call it the Decision Can. Whenever someone is looking for you to make a decision, asking for guidance or leadership, simply place the Decision Can on the floor and kick the Decision Can directly in that person's face. Sure. Kicking an object at their face may result in harm or damage to that person, but isn't that better than making a decision or having integrity? You can laugh as they struggle to find their bearings, throw an NCAA-branded smoke bomb on the floor, and get out of there. The NCAA decision can, because responsibility is a bummer and a hard pass. I'll take two. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Kevin, let's head off Grand River. Yeah. And uh, let's start with the NBA, who seems to be doing better yeah. at managing COVID. So uh, tell the folks what's going on. Oh, yeah. So uh, the season starts in earnest on Thursday, but uh, they're starting to play some exhibition games. And I don't know if you've had a chance to watch these, but they are strange. They're just, oh, it's a weird experience watching NBA basketball in empty buildings like G league level, uh, you know, areas. So, um, the games are odd. There is uh, a whole lot of Thunderdome hijinks already going on where players and coaches are being investigated for, uh, where they went when they stepped outside of the Thunderdome. And, uh, some of them aren't welcome back for a couple of weeks, uh, including, uh, some coaching staff members. So, it's and, uh and it's behold, you nearly... go to a funeral and then decide to make a pit stop at an adult club and yeah. that doesn't go over so well. Oh, who knew? Because who knew? also hosting something in Florida where they've done nothing to prevent COVID mm-hmm. also sounds like a great idea. Anyway, sorry, I digress. So I don't know. Uh, how are we gonna do this? Let's assume the uh let's assume the NBA actually works out. Uh so we've got our nine Eastern Conference teams and our 13 Western Conference teams short season and then into the playoffs who are we going to pick who, like are we going to follow someone are we just going to pay any attention to this whatsoever i mean um, so gary harris isn't playing for the nuggets right now uh golden state is out detroit is out um charlotte is out um the hawks are out like we're we're light on msu affiliated teams wait uh jjj is where 
uh, Hotlanta, right? Is he? Or, no. Where is he? Is he? We're we're really good podcasters. Yeah. Uh, he's he's with Memphis. Ah, they're in. So they're... so that's it. Boom. Yeah, it's we're definitely Memphis. Backup? Can we do 76ers? No. No, right. backup is the Nuggets for when Gary's back. So, okay. uh, okay. Wait, where is Memphis pivot. in? Yeah, Memphis is in. They're in the West. Um, uh, yeah, so pivot. Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Can, welcome, everyone, to Can't Grizzle, Can't Grazzle. Play the, can't Play the Blues. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so Friday, uh, seven thirty one four p.m. Uh, I guess uh, I will be watching some basketball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty exciting. MLB also a lot of excitement. <laughs> so, Is that what we want to call it? Turns out you're the Florida Marlins. All right, you get a couple players test positive for COVID. What do you do? Well, turns you out have a te- you do. You have a team meeting. You have a team meeting and you decide whether or not you're going to play because this is how these types of decisions should be made is in a team meeting. Allegedly, as of the time of this recording, I don't think any of this has been confirmed. This appears to appears to have been what took place, though. They had a team meeting to decide whether or not they were going to play. Then they decided they were going to play and informed the Phillies of this whole situation. So the Phillies wore masks. The Marlins did not. And they had a, a baseball game. Because that's not how masks work. It's not the system. It's not the system, you guys. It's not how any of this works. So as a result of all of this, instead of canceling that game, uh, Marlins have instead canceled their next game. Their home opener is done um, against uh, Orioles, I believe. So uh, there we go. We're already making decisions like these. We're already canceling games. They're, just the idea that that is how it was decided whether or not the game was going to be played in a players meeting. If that is real. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I mean, my God. We talked about when when MLB was floating their ideas around about how they were going to handle this. That you know, that it, that it made sense that they would be the hardest to do because the only, you know, they were, they were batting around the idea of doing a Florida league and an Arizona league. Yep. And that, that, that made sense from a public health standpoint, but that would be a real challenge. Well, lo and behold, what do you know? They couldn't do the tough thing. And, 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 in not doing the tough thing, they still thought about it for a while. MLB. Oh my gosh. The MLB is just like, they had every opportunity to do this better than the other leagues. And they just absolutely squandered it. Absolutely squandered it entirely. Baseball is a mess. Yeah. Just the worst. Um, And that, that bums me out because not only did they have every chance to do it, they had every chance to do it before anybody else. And instead yeah. they came rolling through give or take the same time as everybody else starting and butchered the whole thing. Just, <sighs> I, I would say MLB 
is worse than the NCAA in that at least the NCAA, you kind of know they're just faking it right now. But like MLB chose to move forward with a bad plan. Yeah. All right. That's enough COVID cast. Jonesy, I got a proposal for you. Yeah. Why don't we do Twitter questions from three people? Then we do our brand and sand sponsorship. Then we finish Twitter questions. Sure. All right. That sounds like a great plan. I love that. Um, so let's start it off with Sawyer like Tom. Great place to start. That's where we should be starting. Yeah. Uh, first question. You're stuck on 94 in West Michigan and forgot to download a playlist. Do you go for Jesus Radio, Country, or Silence? That's when you sit in your own filth, Sawyer like Tom. That's when you sit in your own filth because you messed up. You didn't Wait. download a playlist. Who downloads playlists, by the yeah, way? What, yeah, what is this problem that you're speaking like, of? Like, where guess, in West know, Michigan are you? I know that you're in the region of Indiana, but they, they stream there, right? They do. I, I know for a fact that people listen to this podcast in Up the in west the- of the state, commuting <laughs> down into northeast Indiana. So it's possible. I, the real answer to your question, Sawyer like Tom, and you think you're going to get a good ranking starting this way, is you can't download the rankings against the listeners, Michael. But continue. you download can't read, can't write or you stream it. Either way, yeah. because you would rather listen to Greg in a mid uh, and then silence for two minutes before the rest of the track comes in yeah. than do anything else because can't read, can't write is a way of life. Yep, I agreed. <laughs> Next up from sort of like Tom, what are the top three things one needs to do when moving to a new city? Ooh, this is a good question. I, I'll let you go first. Uh, number one, best uh Bars and nightlife, right? It's topical, right? That's the most important thing right now. Particularly if you're moving to Wisconsin, where the Supreme Court, uh, just hypothetically, uh, has has banned uh, or has eliminated all of the public health uh, initiatives put forth by the governor, Mm because Wisconsin's a fully functioning state. So um, you do have the opportunity to explore nightlife as you choose. Excellent. Um, Uh, Other things that are important, get yourself a grocer. A nice grocer in the area, right? It's a top priority. Yep. And make sure you don't make a mistake about which internet you get. Because there are probably only like two providers, but figure out which the better one is. I mean, that's that's it. That's yeah. those are my priorities. Um, Bar, I, grocery, internet. Yeah, in normal times, I would say a watering hole. Um, the other thing is I would do some due diligence at the outset on... Um, opportunities to meet new people. So mm. I don't, I don't know what the cause of the move is. I actually, I think I may, but if you're moving and this may not be applicable uh, here, because I think there's some academic pursuits tied to this. Yeah. But let's say you're, you're not the person with academic pursuits uh, and you need to find a way to meet people. Um, I would highly encourage checking out, say like maybe there's a fall uh, rec league for softball. Um, or just find something. And obviously you've got to take some social distancing into account. Um, and so that's why sort of softball or maybe kickball are the best options, but, um, find a way to meet people. 
and meet people fast because the longer it goes, the more entrenched you kind of get. Indeed. Uh, Beer League. Next up from Sawyer Like Tom, what would be the most alarming thing to discover when walking into a new house for the first time? Uh, Termite cloud would be alarming. (laughs) Yes. uh, Termite cloud, (laughs) mouse droppings. um, Though I will say, so I'll I'll share a story about when we moved into the house we're in now. Mm. Um, We spent a whole day looking at places and it was a long day and we rolled up on this place and it, 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 from the outside felt right. Like it was a cute little house, had a cute little yard on a side street. So we didn't have to worry about the kid getting run over by a car. Fantastic. Um, And then, and then another couple showed up and their realtors like, yeah, it's a done deal. They're here to sign the lease. Um, and so we felt very under the gun. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed the house. Great on the inside. Missed some interesting points of damage to the home that were left over, though. Um, like holes in the wall. Not like big ones, but, you know, like. From where pictures were hung and stuff. Um, sure. There were holes in the floor that I think were from old piping by like old radiator units. I'm not sure. Um, so I don't know, just you're going to discover things. It's weird. Oh, and the previous owners, uh, they left like food specs in the cabinet. It was real gross. Real gross. Great. Okay. Finally, so you're like Tom, uh, you're in a new town in a new house with no internet for three days. How do you pass the time? Can't read, can't write. (laughs) Come on. Done. Look, come on. Like, Sawyer. obviously, that's what we were going to do. Don't read a Sawyer. book. Don't read a book. Come on. Oh, man. Uh, and then she acknowledges that all of these uh, questions are ripped straight from her current life situation. Uh, next up from Brandon List, uh, who wins in a 100-meter foot race, Mel Tucker or Taylor Swift? Is Taylor Swift out there, like, taping herself, like, dropping 100-yard, 100-meter dashes? Like, what's going What was the impetus yeah. of this question? Yeah, I... Uh, do you want to take a pause, go downstairs and ask why this question was asked? Yeah, I should have before. I should have been like, why? <laughs> She's but obviously out there it's shelling merch right now. Uh, I'm going to take Tay in this. Oh, uh, I'm going to take T-Swift. Mel, Mel's got some extra weight on right now. He's putting it like he's, he's bulked up right now is what I'm saying. Um, next from Brandon List, uh, a few more foot race matchups to consider. The real upper deck jerk guy versus uh, versus John Hubbard, John Hubbard uh, Donald Trump versus Kim Jong Un, and Kevin Grech versus versus Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Is this where you got the big Gretch uh, no. drop at the beginning? Because we'd put the big Gretch moniker on the line for that one, uh, and then finally our wives, uh, Jonesy's wife versus uh, Grech's wife. Um, I, I feel like um, let's just get the wife one out of the way and say, I'm going to say my wife, you're going to say your wife. We're good with that. No, I'm going to take your wife. I think your wife. Would definitely <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, uh, for the Donald guy. versus Kim, um, I mean, I think they could start that race and it would, it wouldn't get finished. Let's, I, let's I know Donald out. Trump, uh, this is true. Um, does not believe in exercise. Because Human body is a battery. Yes, there are only so many heartbeats you have in your life. So why would you want to elevate your heart rate? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> the and... guy versus John Hubbard. I think. I think the upper jerk guy maybe throws a leg over there. I was going to say plays dirty. Like he's going to give John Hubbard the Nancy Kerrigan treatment for sure. You think that that is going to be above board? Doubt. <laughs> Heavy <laughs> doubt. Uh, and then, uh, did this- you notice that Brandon Liss uh, just asked a question? Curtis Blackwell, period. <laughs> I don't know what that means. This is, I think he's our top. Aren't you number one in the power rankings right now, B-List? Yes. Coming in with the Curtis Blackwell period. It's like he's calling a shot over there. He doesn't even need questions anymore. (laughs) I actually like it. I like like the gumption on that one. And then finally, from Brandon List, Jello sucks, right? Uh, Yeah, I actually, I would agree. Do you remember what we discovered about Jello when we were living together in college? I don't remember this story. That when you want to pack the Jello with as much alcohol as possible, you're best served that that Jello is uh, sugar-free Jello. You can put. Ooh. I think we, I think we determined that you can put like 33% more vodka in sugar-free Jello than you can in regular Jello, and it'll still gelatinize. This, these are the facts you come to can't recant write for. Yep. That's the big one. Uh, Last up is Dan Hellpepper. Last time you watched a DVD extra feature thing, and what was it? Um, I'm going to say that those Game of Thrones after the episode HBO things are like the 2019 circa uh, version of DVD extra features. And I'm going to say those were the last things because I was still just like, head in hand so sad at the end of each one of those episodes and then i got to listen to the creators of the show try to justify what, how it was so bad Continue. yes what about you uh and fun fact they gave a talk on a panel where they were like yeah we didn't really know what we were doing and it's like no shit obviously um <laughs> it didn't come across at all <laughs> as soon as you, you mean as soon as you ran out of the source material your show turned to garbage no um yeah, I actually, my answer is the same. Um, and we, we didn't talk about this beforehand. We probably should have. Have you, do you recall a DVD, an actual DVD extra feature? That you watched? Uh, there's one that I want to say is definitely worth watching. Oh, um, something similar. They Shall Not Grow Old, which is Guillermo del Toro's um, update of World War One era war footage. Um, so they, he, he fully restored a whole bunch of it. Uh, there's a lot of good featurettes on that whole process that are, well, first off, go watch They Shall Not Grow Old and then go watch those processes to learn how like painstaking with care. All of that was done. Definitely worth your time. Um, okay. Uh, I would also add there's a, a show back in the day, the last one that I can recall, um, I think it was an adult swim show. Uh, called home movies mm. and wow. yeah going yeah. all the way back going to actual yeah. dvds so yes uh it was um but they had a, a drinking game that they put in the bonus features that there, there's no recovering from this drinking game but it was a lot of fun so that was a very very good one uh next up from dan hellpepper because no, I'm going to give this one to you. Go. Best buzzer beater in MSU basketball history. 
I have a recency bias. Um, so there's like, there's the Valentine one on Valentine's Day. It was fantastic. Uh, Miles Bridges got, I don't know if it was a buzzer beater, but it was like a big shot. Um, but obviously, it's Corey Lucius's shot to beat Maryland and go to the Sweet 16 in the game that Cor- that uh, Kalen Lucas tore his Achilles on. Like, that's the big one, right? Yeah, I mean, Is, if you think of something bigger than that. So, I mean, a, a true buzzer beater. I mean, because the the Kenny Goins shot over Zion. They got two possessions after that. Oh, was it? It was a full two. All right. Fair, 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 fair. Um, how about uh, Xavier Tillman's dunk against Illinois? OK, like, I mean, that was that was sick, right? That was huge. Um, yeah. And then this isn't really a buzzer beater because it was at the half. But Cassius did have that like three quarters. Uh, these are all recency bias, but yeah. it, that was. Yes, half which was like the second game in a row that he did it. Yeah, he hit two in a row. So anyway, those are those aren't best necessarily. Um, though I do think the the Tillman dunk on Illinois was a meaningful turnaround for that team. Mm-hmm. So I mean, not best, but anyway, um, those are just. I like it, and it's way more recent than Corey Lucius and Draymond way back in the day. I mean, um, next up from Dan Hellpepper, favorite MSU football player of the I, John th- L. Area. That he I think had he, to ask that he had to ask is inferior. It could be that, or he wanted to just give us an opportunity to talk about Drew. Let's, it could just be that he knows his audience and he's pandering. We should do a whole episode about Drew. Just a love letter to Drew Stanton. You know what? How about? Th- here, why don't we make a, a pact? The the week that that football gets canceled, because that's going to happen. We'll the do a special. Drew, Drew we'll do a special that. pod when that happens, and then our regularly scheduled pod will just be a love letter to Drew. God, he was such a beautiful man. Uh, and finally, from Dan Hellpepper, uh, the best thing to add to Breslin food would be Bell's Pizza Outlet. <laughs> What's the second best? Uh, I mean, is it is it a wrap? Con, it's Conrad's, yeah. right? Well, I it's mean, it's got to be Conrad's. If Taco Bell was in stadium, that would be pretty. Uh, great. A lot of our listening audience probably doesn't even know the relationship between Taco Bell and MSU basketball. Is that um, is that done? It's been done for oh, years, man. bro. I don't even think it was. I don't even think it existed our senior year in the zone. Um, I think they retired that while we were still there. If not, it was like the following year. Afterwards. Was it 70 or 80 points? It was 70. 70. Um, it, it happened pretty frequently. For those that don't know, it used to be that if MSU scored 70 points in a home basketball game, your ticket got you one free taco at Taco Bell. Um, not even really and- worth it, if we're being honest. I mean, I, I partook, you know, I enjoyed a good free taco. What they wanted you to do is go down there and then order a bunch of other stuff from Taco Bell. Uh, I never did, but we had, because by the time you walked there, you sobered up. I had a roommate that would just be like, sure. As long as I'm here, I'm going to order like five more things. And I was like, this defeats the entire purpose of the free taco. Wait, which roommate was it? It's not important. The one. The one that you would think. 
I could I could honestly pick either one, and I didn't know if it was Cha Cha Cha. No, one of them is going to be like, I'm going here. I am here exactly for my one free taco and then I will leave. And the other one would be like, well, as long as I'm here, let's have like five things. It's better than eating at the gas station. (laughs) And maybe I can save some for a road trip if I've already take. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, let's after we've had our three Twitter questioners, Let's uh, take a quick take a break. short break and then more Twitter questioners. Yes, of course. We got to let you know about our dear friend, Brandon Sands. Honestly, I kind of like this mid Twitter question break um, who wants to let you know that mortgage rates are at their lowest ever, ever, ever in the country. And of course, Brandon, mortgage loan originator, uh, who's closed over 10,000 loans in his career and works for one of the largest mortgage lenders in the country, Guaranteed Rate. Brandon is a, uh, a consultative partner in your uh, in your decision-making process. He'll sit down with you, whether you're looking to refinance, buy a new home. Uh, he'll discuss your long-term, short-term goals, talk about your credit, your income, your pets, your beverage choices, whatever. Um, you know, Do you want to do additional work to a house? He'll chat with you about it. And if you demand it, he'll drink with you. Um, so if you are currently paying over 4% or you're looking to buy a home, it's worth having a conversation with Brandon. And hey, you may not choose him, but he's a guy to talk to. It's no obligation, no fee. Chat with him. He will be a genuine, genuine partner through the home buying process. Um, and so if you want to reach out to Brandon, you can find him at rate.com backslash Brandon Sands. That's rate.com Brandon with an E, Sands with a Z, rate.com backslash Brandon Sands. Thank you, of course, to Brandon Sands. Uh, but now it's time to head to Twitter questions. And begrudgingly, we are, of course, running long. And <laughs> we're going to bump the Upper Deck Jerk Guy once again. Oh, hell no. <laughs> he has. I am right here. I figured out how you do this crap. Wait, I'm here. Wait, I am hold here. on these questions and i'm going to answer these questions so do we just get our pirate radio hacked are we are we getting bumped in right now with the upper deck jerk guy yeah you need to maybe uh check into uh your cyber security there because i got some russians who uh, (laughs) who hacked into your account and uh got me this little uh thing that you do and so now i'm here and you can't get rid of (laughs) this little thing that you could you do is the most disparaging (laughs) It's it's actually one of the most uh, generous uh, descriptions of the podcast I've ever heard. Right. The little thing that you do. Okay. Yeah. Well, we are not thrilled uh, to be joined by the Upper Deck Jerk guy, but he is here and will occupy time and space uh, and has decided that in addition to reading his own questions, is um, going to sit through all of Twitter questions. <laughs> to the bitter. At least the ones that I think are worthwhile to make it on your uh, little thing. <laughs> which is why we've we put his questions at the very end by the way so he has to endure while we do this right oh yeah grab yourself a sandwich it's gonna be a minute twitter questions right. are never that quick so jonesy let's kick it off let's kick it off with always thinking 1835 our resident albion troll account uh who wants to know what was what was it that originally made you choose msu for college did that selling point turn out to be true throughout your undergraduate experience? Uh, Do I start? Upper Deck Jerk Guy, I guess, I don't know. Are you an alum? I yeah. Am. I am an alum. 
what was your what was your ID number, Upper Deck Jerk Guy? That'll give us a, an idea. Uh, 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 you're five. Ready to... No, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. My account password is password. It's all you need to know. <laughs> we can we hack into his. Uh... Uh, yeah. No, 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 no hacking. No hacking. I, and and what may do you want me to answer this question? Or you guys want to talk over me? <laughs> answer the question. Uh, you want me to answer the question? Sure. We're waiting. I was I was begged to come mm. by Luana K. Simon. Mm. She said she found me. She saw the talent that I had. <laughs> she, she, she begged and pleaded on her hands and knees, please enrich enrich our culture. Come to Michigan State. Our Wait. upper deck is is sorely lacking. We need some jerk guys up well, there. Yeah, bad. But plus, I was a genius, so yeah. <laughs> it helps with the academics as well. Of course. Um, I would say I, for me, Greg, I don't know about you, but um, I had really, really, really wanted to go to D.C. for undergrad and got into GW. And then it was mm-hmm. about the price of three years of MSU for three one MSUs. year. Um, so uh, uh, it was a very easy decision. Uh, so I went to Madison. How about you? I heard you're that cheap. you could. Wait, 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 wait. So, Georgia, you came to Michigan State because you're cheap. Yeah. Um well, I, I accrued Google? lots of debt later on, um, <laughs> but I, I don't regret my decision for a second. All right, all right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. I heard that you could spin a MSU degree into a lucrative podcasting career, and lo, here we are. Tell, <laughs> me, tell, me, tell me when you figure it out. <laughs> um, next question wait, from... Wait, is that really what, what uh, Grecky's uh, answer is? Podcasting? Uh, yeah, you gonna call me out on that? On that? Uh, no, the real answer was uh, it was the school that I liked the best. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do academically. It had a lot of different options, and uh, right. I eventually I landed on. on economics, and it was great. Yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, next question is: If heaven forbid the two of you parted podcast ways, what would your individual spinoff podcast be about, and what would their clever titles be? Uh, follow up is what dramatic contrivance would inevitably bring the two of you back together? Greg, this one's so clearly going to you. Uh, obviously if I had my own separate podcast, it would be about resenting the upper deck jerk guy. Uh, because he would have been obviously the element that drove us apart because I can only imagine that after this upper deck jerk guy starts working the back channels with Jonesy, like dump Grecky, get him out of here. We need to set it on our own can't read can't walk up the stairs to the upper deck anymore <laughs> something like that um and then that would inevitably fall apart and uh you'd come crawling back to me do you think it's <laughs> raymond chains his alternate personality that would bring us together by the way I for would, listeners we don't know who this person is <laughs> i he gave us two fake email addresses to get on the pod <laughs> Yeah. I would join Raymond in his sadness dungeon, uh, and we'd have our own rival podcast. Uh, but we'd end up back together. Does he have questions again. on here because I ain't reading them. Oh, he does. He does. Yeah, yeah. I might talk over every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question from Always Thinking eighteen thirty five is: You've been uh, given carte blanche to change the mascots of the Big Ten to better represent the true character of each institution, and also how you personally feel about them. What are the new mascots? Hashtag lightning round. Hashtag actually not segment fishing this time. Hashtag unless you want it to be. Oh my God. Uh, segment fishing. That's a boring uh, question. 
<laughs> Always thinking 1835. Where are they at in the rankings? They're below me, right? Uh, no, currently they are above you. Do you have anything you want to say about that? Yeah, that's crap. This is the type of questions, you know, I only listen to my parts. This is the type of questions <laughs> that they, they come up with. Wow. I, I so, actually so kind of enjoy this question. Start us off. Go Nebraska. Go Upper deck jerk guy. Nebraska. No longer the Cornhuskers. What do you think? Cornholers. Cornholers. That's, that's good. Off to a good start. Been to it's just a beanbag. Have you ever been to a Nebraska game? Uh, I have not. Those people are the nicest people. I, it's annoying. Oh, come join our tailgate. Here, have some food. Blah, blah, blah. They're nice. Because you want to resent these people because your, your team is about to nice. play their team. Nice. They haven't yeah. earned resentment in the Big Ten. Let's be honest. In the yeah. Big Ten, hell no. Um, all right, Greg, I'm going to give you Northwestern. Uh, the Northwestern uh, board kids doing their homework at basketball games in the stands. I like you a little bit more, Greg. There we a go. More. There Good. we go. Jonesy, uh, I got uh, Penn State for you. What do you got? Ooh, Penn State. Um Uh, can, I just like, ask, can I just ask while you're thinking about it, what the hell is a nittany? Yeah, I, I've often wondered the same thing. Huh? It, it's it's a it's an elegant it's an it's a homemade uh, mountain lion. You know, if you had a mountain lion, instead you just knitted it. That's if what you it knitted would be. one together. Ah, that makes like sense. Okay. Right. Um, I would uh, uh, I would say. Um, the valleys like i mean i i don't know if you guys are familiar with happy valley uh but it is in the middle of nowhere no it's like the opposite of a hilltopper all right we're, yes we're moving on. you hear banjo music going in exactly and that one ne- guy told me i had a pretty mouth when i was there i don't know what that was about <laughs> no he actually that was just a genuine uh he he just really liked your, your mouth. they did have a pretty good burger joint pretty close to there though Next up from uh, Always Thinking 1835, what's something you've you've learned about yourself that you wouldn't have without doing this podcast? And what's something you've learned about your co-host? Wow. Upper this, person, wait, you, this person is really ahead of me in these questions. <laughs> you didn't like the questions before. <laughs> oh, what's something you've learned about yourself? <laughs> How have you grown as people? Oh, I feel like I'm back at my court-ordered psychologist. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh that Greg is quite envious of my voice. Yeah, and that's definitely true. That um uh, so I guess the the converse of that is that um Greg has some insecurities about his own voice. That's not the only thing I'm insecure about. Upper deck jerk <laughs> guy, what have you learned about us through this podcast? Uh, uh, that you're annoying as hell. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, next up is Taylor Anderson asking oh, this guy, how this guy I interact with occasionally. He's pretty good. He better have some good questions. He has some good ones. Uh, how many millions will it take for the DC football team to buy a trademark so they can properly rename the team? Alternatively, should they just lean in to the current temporary name? Yeah, dude, sell that merch as much as you can from your dumb racist fan base. Um, <laughs> just I, I will take uh, DCFC. Like DC Football Club, I like that. Uh, soccer, uh, soccer in it. Sounds like soccer. Sorry, uh, I interrupted. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Do what you no, want to do. No, what do you think? Hogs. The hogs. The hogs. Hogs. H O G S. The hogs like and like hogs. the 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 Washington like a, feral hogs. Like the poor man's Razorbacks. 
No. Like, you guys don't know NFL? You know, their offensive line, they were called the Hogs. They've got the Hogettes that are in the stands, stuff like that. Oh. I mean, I guess I don't know that part of the NFL. Yeah, I'll, we've I'll we've declared ourselves that. very much not an NFL podcast. I've done everything I could Probably to to generally avoid uh, Washington football. Team. But but I can make. Wait, I just say though because they lost that whole uh, uh, copyright thing where anybody could sell their stuff because it's a derogatory name, right? They can't copyright it, right? So anybody right. could go out and print their stuff, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they change it before? I have no idea. For the money you, fix. You, you dig in on, on, on the racism, I guess. Oh, it's Dan Snyder. Never mind. Sorry. I forgot. Oh, <laughs> uh, I checked my notes. Dan Snyder's the, the owner. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up from Taylor Anderson is, uh, and we'll send this straight to you, uh, Jerk Guy. Thoughts on the Seattle NHL team revealing their name. Taylor says he's very met on the name, very pro on the logos. Jeez, Taylor. Is every question going to be about mascots? Um, the McCracken. <laughs> I like yep. the release the Kraken. That's that's that, that's kind of cool. You know, that'll be going over. And it won't get old anytime soon at all when they play it over and over and over in their, <laughs> in, in their uh, arena. And, you know, and it, it definitely won't incentivize people to throw, uh, like, octopi onto well, the, the, is the, the ice. Is Kraken an octopus or is it a squid? It's a squid, but, I mean, you know, tentacle. Extra-dimensional. What's the difference between being. an octopus and a squid? That, that'd be my fifth question. <laughs> all right start breaking it down jesse there's a there's a beak there's right. ink no nope, nope i'm over um, it so, moving on uh, yeah, i think I the kraken is okay fine. i think they would have been better off going old school and going with the pilots but you know i'm an old school kind of guy yeah i also i i enjoy Dumb. though it's another team particularly in the nhl that does not end in an s which adding to the list of teams that uh you know you've heard that trivia question right we're post plural in yeah. 2020 yeah yeah, that's yep, yep. Does that's what we Hawks are. End with an X now. <laughs> Hawks. Hawks. Yeah. Uh, next up from Taylor Anderson asks, Uh-oh. "How many MLB ballparks Bad have hats. you been oh, to? If you've been to a few, what was your favorite, Jonesy? How many have you been to?" Uh, honestly, that I've been to a number. Um, not not a ton. My folks are in the process of actually trying to visit every one of them. Really. Yeah, they had a huge road trip planned for so this they're, season they're that got ruined. Your inheritance? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you resent this road trip, Jonesy? <laughs> uh, but I would say um, it, I think it, it, it's a nostalgia from when I lived there, and it was brand new at the time. Um, but I was living in Colorado when Coors opened. Um, and at the time, it was a beautiful stadium. Is that the one with the waterfalls and the pine trees? Uh, yes, yes. And the, weed. And, the wall, and the wall was actually shaped like mountains, so it would bounce off, the, the ball would bounce off weird. I don't recall In that at all. Ways. If that's true, <laughs> I do not Maybe recall that, that at all. Maybe I dreamt that. <laughs> uh, upper deck jerk guy, would it be revealing too much about your very, uh, you know, shielded person? I've, I've been to them all. They all suck. <laughs> Um, the De- old Detroit Tiger Stadium. Wait a minute, when was that closed? Uh, In like 1992 or something. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was later than that. Yeah, it was whatever. I, I like going there and sitting behind the beam. Mm. They have the obstructed view seat. Those are my favorite. Of course, the best seats are the obstructed seats. Obstructed, yeah. All of Wrigley is obstructed, by the way. 
That's why you don't go to Wrigley. You sit on the rated. Yeah. You you sit on the the rooftop across the street. That's yeah. What do they charge to get in there for that? For the rooftop seats? Yeah. I have no idea. I wanted to go to one, but when I was living in Chicago, I decided I was a Sox fan. Um, (laughs) So I went to, I went to us cellular a couple of times. I'm not sure that was the right idea. That, uh, that does sound like a very Spartan thing to do though. Like, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, last question from Taylor is what's worse, weird virtual fans or no fans on baseball broadcasts. Are you watching these games, Jonesy without, fans? uh, I've, I've seen bits, but I've not like fully done a game. I think it's both, both are jarring in their own right. Basketball is weird. These NBA games are weird. Upper deck jerk guy. Are you watching these? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> cause there's like nothing. Well, what else yeah, is there to do? What else is there? No other sports. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the virtual fans except for, you know, on somebody's Twitter role or whatever else, you know, it, it looks stupid to me, uh, dude, these yeah. empty houses. It's like, I, honestly, I, is this even basketball? I think you just put, put more mics on the players on the field and yeah. listen yep. to a swear and cuss <laughs> and spit and fart and burp. And that's the real game. I want to hear LeBron game. talk shit to all of his teammates. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I want to hear the verbal table, abuse. Table, right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. This is your chance, ESPN. Yeah. yeah. To be relevant again. All right. Next up is Lynn Bloom asking first, even if the Big Ten plays a football season, we may not have bowl games as other conferences go to spring and some bowls decide it's not worth it if they can't get travelers. Do you think anything will slash can replace them? Greg, what do you got? Question. There's obviously not going to be more football. I mean, there's going to be a very short amount of football. There's not going to be bonus football. There's like no <laughs> way. Upper deck jerk guy. Do you think there's any way there's bonus football? Yeah, football's done. Well, <laughs> NFL go. NFL go. They got, you know, they're professionals and stuff like that. And college ain't doing it. No, no. College ain't doing it. I mean, you already got like, uh, what was the, the, the lineman? Jordan Reed? came out mm-hmm. basically calling them out say yeah you just want to make money off that's the only reason you're doing this and yeah. you know a couple of the other players are going yeah right on 100 you know all the stuff that the, the young ones say and um they ain't doing it they ain't doing yeah. it it's not happening yeah. no and and i i think at best the best thing we get is a big 10 championship game if if we Will that be that. in indianapolis um mashed tent <laughs> yeah i, I mean i think if it's indianapolis we don't have to worry about michigan again so Ew. yeah <laughs> i honestly i think they probably would just pick whatever state has the lowest outbreak um and then just move it there use hey, a big 10 stadium there aren't gonna be fans quarantine in hawaii put everyone up for a couple weeks i'm new sure zealand. hawaii they, would they don't have that. it no more right mm-hmm. for are now we blo- are we blocked from new zealand we're blocked from everybody right oh yeah no country. one's letting us in yeah. <laughs> Nor should Wait they. a damn ass, people. Next up is from Elon Bloom is after Stephen Mateen graduates, how many more years does Izzo coach? Especially after slash if he gets to coach one that could be the all time great and all time. There was like ten years not that long ago, five years ago. I thought he had about ten years left. I'm starting to think that he's got about ten years left. I think his recruiting stride is really starting to hit right now, and he he's. <laughs> obviously getting a little older if you look at him but he's not slowing down so i think he's good for stevie mateen plus like two or three years 
Yeah, I mean, and what it's what does Graham Couch say every time anyone asks him about how long oh, Izzo's going to coach? Graham the longer Izzo Graham. coaches, the longer he thinks Izzo will coach. Yeah, I just uh, Graham Couch is an what, idiot. He might <laughs> agreed. be right. He might be right, but he's still an idiot. I I just don't see Izzo when Izzo retires. I think Did it Graham listen to this way. podcast every week. Ever correspond with every week. Yeah, dude. That who do you think always thinking eighteen thirty five was? Uh, well, I needed to direct some more hate to that account, man. Yeah. <laughs> now that you've got that information, we can redo those questions if you want. <laughs> um, next question from Elon Bloom is: On a scale of one to ten, how big of a flight risk is Mel Tucker if he sees the same success D'Antonio has? Upper projector guy, what do you got? He gone. If he gets I, if he gets in the playoffs, the pros are coming after him hot and heavy. They need more good black coaches in the NFL. He's gone. Yeah, Agree. I think I, I I think even a a twenty fourteen level season, um, you, you could see him gone. Yeah. The good news is it's going to be tough for him to pull that off. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be a, a slow decline, a slow incline to. Uh, well, it was Rollins. already a slow decline. Yeah, so now you got uh, the valley of COVID. I'm not and the hellscape uh, okay. that is 2020. I'm not worried about this happening in the next few years, but uh, if he does get a Big Ten championship game appearance, I think very likely yeah. he's headed back out the door after that. Yeah. Um, last question from Elon Bloom is Does the fact that Chiefs starting guard Laurent Duvernay Tardif opted out of playing this year after spending the offseason helping at a long-term care facility and spending almost $3 million on the table. This thing's uh, or is leaving almost $3 million on like the table. Give you any pause players. about whether he should be having sports. We should be having sports this fall. Wow, I butchered all of that. And I think it's because I think Elon Bloom wanted me to trip over that person's name. Uh, yeah, there should be pause for all sports this Laurent fall. Laurent Tardif. Tardif. All right, listen, Braggart. Take it easy. <laughs> I know everything. What was the Tadif. question again? That's uh, right. You. So the dude, so the, the dude's not playing this year. He makes three million a year, and he spent the off season helping in a uh, some type of facility. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, why can't so... he say that? Uh, uh, because someone had to prove that we were in an illiterate podcast and that we needed to bring someone else on. To are you are you are you reading these or do you have somebody dictate them to them and you memorize them? <laughs> we have our moms <laughs> uh, sound them out to us and then we come on the air after we memorize them. Uh, yes, the answer is yes. Um, it it all gives us pause. I mean, we've got more questions about this, but I think we've been saying for a little while, right, Greg? Like. There's no way you can look at what's going on and not have pause. So this is the 40th way that we've answered that question. Paused. Um, uh, so I think we can. Yeah. Raymond Chains is up next with the reoccurring segment this week well, on the Dan. No, 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 no. First, no, first. Yeah. Read his question. Upper deck jerk guy. You've got the floor. Is there anything that you want to say to your, uh, about Laurent? nemesis? Oh, Raymond. Yeah. Go away, man. Nobody likes you. <laughs> yeah, read your questions out of pity. Um, <laughs> this is reigning champ. Or not reigning champ, technically, but having previously. Inaugural won. champ. Yeah. Inaugural but champ. Reigning champ. 
Recky's uh, ratings. <laughs> Recky, who don't like me. I had to hack into his account just to get on air. He's been trying for weeks. We've been bumping him all this time. All right, Raymond Chains on the D'Antonio cam. The coach struggles to set a good example for his grandkids when accosted by Michigan fans while going out for ice cream. Or coach visits Jim Bowman's house and is alarmed to see a filthy house home to dozens of cats. <laughs> I'm changing my mind. I kind of like Raymond now. <laughs> Jim, Jim Bowman as a hoarder is like something that I didn't, I don't know how I never came up with that before. It's so obvious now. Uh, yeah. This is the man that immediately changed his Twitter handle to X coach after a team meeting. Like the dude, the dude's existence is dark. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the, the Jim Bowman uh, angle where like there's that story of uh, two brothers in like the Bronx or something that like turned their house into a maze with just garbage. And, uh, that's how it works. So like D'Antonio has to like crawl through these different trash catacombs. <laughs> Have you ever Jim been in a hoarder's house? Uh, I've. <clears throat> uh, like a real hoarder's house? I No, maybe it's not. It's scary. And it, it is. I mean, usually it's not a maze. It's just like a pathway here, a pathway there. To the bathroom, to the chair in front of the TV, to the kitchen. It's a walkway. Yeah. Eat the box of stuff. And if you get somebody who's really weird, you get jars of poop and urine all over. Okay. All right. Next question for Raymond is These are the insights that we needed to bring to the pot. Yeah, don't ask me how I know that. (laughs) Next question from Raymond is are shark bowls a real thing or still a thing? I've never had one. Well not a thing right now, but they are (laughs) definitely a thing. Yeah, you near owner, Kevin Greck, nearly owned the 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 land shark. We're talking about it. We're in we're in discussions. Upper deck jerk guy, you and I, are we doing the first shark race? When, uh, I, when I take I, over, I land never shark. went to the land shark. Never. I only went once, and it was with you and uh, Zil, Greg. Yeah. Well, there's no a, time. Are you guys in a fraternity? No. 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 I always thought the land shark was full of fraternity gay. It definitely was. Yeah. Fair fight. Yeah. I just get getting a fight. <laughs> you see, you see a couple popped collars. You, you just ever, start seeing have red. You ever, have you ever to a fraternity person called call their fraternity a frat? You Apparently not. That they get, yeah. They say, uh, "Oh, would you call your country a?" I won't say it because I know it's you know family show. Yeah, of but course. you can figure it out. We're semi-literate. We can and, probably and they, put and they it eat marshmallows out of each other's butts cheeks. Mm, of course, <laughs> everyone knows that. That's just that's a given. Uh, <laughs> that's actually part of a shark bowl. That's the last part of the shark bowl. Little known fact, uh, and. Uh, you know, uh, Greg will run some creme de mint uh, down the crack to make it go down a little bit easier when he takes over ownership of the, the land shark. It's going to be so much better. Uh, next up from Raymond Chains is, are we underestimating the power of greed and money? Might fall sports still happen in a fashion? Well, they're happening now, but we can't answer I mean, this question. Yeah. It's telling that the SEC and the ACC still haven't moved. I mean, they've Oh, the SEC back. will play. Those people are crazy down there. I'm, it, I'm beginning to think that that might be the case. I, I've kind of thought that everyone's just going to push to the spring, but man, the SEC, they kind of look like they're not flinching, don't, don't they? Well, I mean, I, what, I heard recently how much money Tuscaloosa brings in every Saturday. And, I mean, like, so if you're, look outside of the athletic department for a second. 
just at that city. Every college town has that same problem, though. I Tuscaloosa is. Every college town has that exact same thing. Tuscaloosa is just Alabama football. Without Alabama football, that town packs up, moves away. Yeah. But um, I, Raymond, I don't think we're underestimating. I, I don't think anyone who listens to the show is underestimating. I do. I, I think we're pretty confident here that as far as the Big Ten is concerned, they'll figure they'll figure out some way Particularly in light of the news about, um, you know, practice being canceled for 14 days. Uh, they'll they'll figure out a way to maybe bring some intrigue or something, but I think they'll be safe. There'd be too much shit that they would fall under, right? Yeah. Yeah. SEC yeah. has no morals. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> their, um, fans, their fans would rather root for another SEC team than somebody else. I mean, that's like that's like Michigan State or Ohio State people rooting for Michigan simply because they're in the Big Ten. That, that's, I, that's bullshit. I can't, I can't even relate to that. Yeah. No, yeah. cannot relate to that. Yeah. Uh, miss me on that. All right. Last question from Raymond Chains is, what do you tell players as a coach right now if you believe they won't have a season? What do you tell players if you have to go into a two-week quarantine, the whole team? Like, hey, guys, by the way, all of us are quarantined for the next two weeks. Remember all the fun that you have with your college experience? It's not happening for two weeks. Get psyched. This is for football. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's two you weeks. Say, you, know hey, how much, you know how long people in a nuclear submarines spend underwater? <laughs> Man, it's two weeks. Suck it up, cupcake. Well, and I, I'm kind of curious because, Greg, I know we talked about it earlier in the show. But I feel like the... you guys are ignoring me, just laughing at me and ignoring me. I, like I'm a sideshow. Like, it's just like a monkey there to dance for us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh Yeah, tell him to start cool. doing uh, Navy boy things, you know? Navy boy things? And marshmallows <laughs> and butt cheeks the, and all that the, stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, Greek style. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. There we go. Team, <laughs> this is all one big team building exercise, as it turns Daisy out. Daisy chain. Mm-hmm. They're okay. going to get to really know one another. <laughs> All right, I've lost it. All right, next As up Raymond is Andy Chains Garver. Fall for that. As Raymond Chains fall for that, he should be docked points on whatever this little rating thing is. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Garvert is up next, asking first, which Muppet are you most similar to? Related question, is Sam Eagle the Muppet equivalent of Mark D'Antonio? There were pictures for this. What do you got? Uh, well, well, no, I want to know who you think the Muppet is that I, I'm most similar to. Oh, so we got There's only one right answer. It's Miss Piggy, obviously. No, no. Oh, I'm going to go with Miss Piggy, actually. I could do this all podcast. Just you're going to take animal as a as your new. uh, Okay, just pound the drums over there. I think he's used a Miss Piggy gif on us before. I'm sticking with Miss Piggy. That's solid. And I think the Sam Eagle reference has been made before for D'Antonio. So we'll stick with that. Docker points. Docker points. <laughs> and yes, All right. Next up from Eagle. Annie is imagine an alternate, imagine an alternate universe in the year 2030. Mark D'Antonio has coached 12 consecutive six win seasons. Would he ever become so desperate to switch to spread offense or would Dave Warner slash Mark Staten still be drawing up the same plays as usual? 
All right, she gets her points back for this question. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And they'd all still be going to church on Sunday together, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, the whole whole group would be together. We might have rearranged everyone a couple more times. And, uh, yeah. Uh, And still be meh at special teams the entire time. Oh, of course. From, from, uh, it'd be 12 consecutive seasons without a kick or punt return for a touchdown. We would not be sleeping fast. Upper deck jerk guy, what you got for this one? Does, does Brendan Soward, can he get 12 years of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the whole, all of our opponents will get together and petition the NCAA that he would be allowed to uh, have that much well, I, eligibility. I, I, think, I think this question is overthinking it because I think after just a few, like four, gradually declining season he just quits at the end of the year when we don't have time to really go do a good coaching oh. search even though we got a good one and then you know and then he probably caused the covid that really screwed up uh cmt that's my position and that's so wait Mark to be clear did the covid yeah he flew to china yep that's your theory i want to confirm that your theory is he went to china yeah hey if they can say fauci caused it i can say d'antonio caused it <laughs> so in the future, instead of saying Bush did 9-11, we're gonna say D'Antonio did D'Antonio, COVID. D'Antonio did COVID. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Respect it. Love it. All right. <laughs> Last question from Annie. If you could watch any fantasy series as if you had not seen it before, which would you choose? Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, or something else? Upper Director Guy, what about you? It, uh, the fantasy word is kind of throwing me. Does that include like the Cinemax After Dark stuff, or is this that something <laughs> else? That's open to interpretation, my man. Well, then it's that that Emmanuel series. <laughs> then they do a whole bunch of Emmanuel movies on Cinemax After Dark, like all that. <laughs> I, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you on one. that. Yeah. That's the one. That's the series. Um. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do the same. Upper Deck Jerk and I are, are watching those together. It'll be a good time. Stop kissing my ass, man. Just. <laughs> uh, and no I'm one's going subjecting to... themselves to Game of Thrones again. No one's going back and rewatching that garbage. So no, and uh, I I would do, I would do Lord of the Rings as a as a first timer because I did not read the books first, so that's kind of. Um, that kind of really ruined Game of Thrones. And so I would do Lord of the Rings. Lost. The first time. Is Lost a fantasy season series? Yeah. yeah it, lost. Lost. There you go. Lost I, I, is I, great. I, I just got the first first season and it looks really good. I'm assuming that it just gets better from here. <laughs> upper Deck Jerk uh, Guy just got it. So Upper Jerk Guy's in rural Canada or something. No, uh, I just didn't uh, watch it. It's on, you know, streaming on stuff. I got the streaming. I'm just, I'm just piecing and, and all is, this together. And uh, is doing Lost and is quite confident it will only get better. Um, and Heroes, yes. too. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to John Hubbard. First question from John is, fall sports will resume if you spend a week bathing in one of the following. Cold cream of wheat, baba ganoush, or the paste that forms on your fingers when you try to lick the Cheeto dust off of them. Ooh. All three at the same time? Yeah. Pour them all over me. Done. Yeah, I'll do I, I, I do the cold takes. cream of weed anyway. Yeah, I mean that's just good for your skin. It exactly. gives you that that glow, that that alabaster glow. You know, um, Rec regularly wakes up in his in, in a cold cream of weed. If you know what I mean. Stretchy, Rec, Rec. I'm gonna even call you by your real name now. I think I don't know if I don't know what it is anymore. 
we're past we're past names all right it's not it's not anything anymore um Next up from John Hubbard, MSU would arguably it's worst year under D'Antonio, the same year the neon uniforms debuted. Coincidence or do garbage unis lead to garbage? All right, I have an opinion on this. I agree. I have an opinion. Go ahead. The one time we actually wore the neons was our best game of the season. And then a game where we wore half neons, we played a great half of football. Neons are undefeated, in my opinion. Wow. And John Hubbard should be docked several points for this question. Are fantastic. But also, bad take. The neon uniforms were the least worst part of last season. That's a fair point, too. Yeah. All right, last question from John Hubbard. Will Grek use his booster status at Penn State to convince James Franklin and Jamari Budden that the best place for him is at MSU? Yeah. Is there something I uh, don't know about with you and Penn State? Oh man, Penn State and I go way back. You know, right. I, I like to you know have I have a backup team, um, and uh, I had to pay twenty dollars to go see the the MSU basketball game at the Palestra, so I'm permanently a Penn State booster now. Oh, um, so uh, yeah, I will. I'm gonna twist some uh, arms for these guys that. Uh, I don't really care that much about to be honest with you. What do you got, Joseph? Well, I mean, it was solely directed at you, but like Jamari made his choice. Um, good for him. Wish him the best, except when he's playing us. So stupid question. Move on. <laughs> Move on uh, to the show. But, but I got I got a, I got a question that's that's not part of my other one. Um, yeah. Uh, what what you it? got? What was it? Oh, uh, do people like the neon football uniforms better or the silver basketball uniforms? I think mm. silver basketball uniforms are an all-time great, right? What do we wear once? It got blown out by rat face? Destroyed by Duke. Yeah. And then Izzo got the hammer out afterwards. Or yeah. like a, just like pulled a dumpster into the locker room and, you know, lit it on fire and, and those, had everyone just pile them in, in there. It and and yep. never to be returned. Uh, All right. Sorry, I digressed Someone figured out manufacturing questions over here. If he can just interrupt everything and just drop a question, it's it's not going to count. Oh, you caught me. Oh, you caught me. Uh, with that, we are now to the one, the only's Upper Deck Jerk Guy segment. Uh, you want to read them aloud here? No, we're bumping them. We don't have time. No, no. <laughs> you can't lock, I've got this this program thing locked up. You can't leave until I say you can leave. Are you, uh, are you reading these to us, Upper Deck I'll, Jerk I'll Guy? I'll read them to you, and I want you each to answer them. Okay. Now don't ask me what my answer is. All right. All right. What song makes you burst into tears immediately? And yeah, I stole that question from that chick who talks like uh, Trump. Does does the Trump voices? That's so funny. She's fantastic. Yeah. Sarah. Have you Thumper seen her, Greg? I I have not. I meant to click on this in advance, but I have not. I've oh, not seen she's her personality. Where she do you live? she under a yeah. Rock she does a wonderful impression, and the the like gesticulating and the body language is fantastic. Okay. Uh, I'm going to. Greg doesn't cry, so be prepared for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Joel. I'm going to go with uh, Butterfly Kisses. I mean, that one's tough. I mean, that one. I don't, I don't know that one. Can you sing me a little bit? <clears throat> no, I'm not doing that because <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't break down here on the podcast. All right. I've got. All right. All right, all right. People respect me, Upper Deck Jerk Guy. No, I can't just don't. lose it to Butterfly Kisses here. No, no they don't respect at the, me. At, all. at the minute 
you know, whatever we're at. Um, Jonesy, what about you? Uh, mine's probably a bit cliched, but, and I probably need a couple drinks in me, but Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley is uh, a heartbreaking oh and. At yes. least go Leonard that, Cohen. Is that version. the cover of no. the Leonard Cohen song? Yeah, at least Leonard do. Cohen's better. Leonard Cohen, man, has some respect. I'm crying now because of how lame you are. Yeah, me too. Man, I really, but I'm used <laughs> to how lame you are. It's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> my question is Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong, or my, my answer. Oh, that's, that's a that's a great answer. That's all. It is a great answer because I gave it. But it's it's gonna get you at a bunch <laughs> of weddings, though. Is the problem? Is like that thing could just pop on at any second at a wedding, and then what? You had to excuse yourself, or you Don't just like cry on the dance floor? There you Not go. Not that I get invited anyway. <laughs> Especially if it's an open bar. All right, next question. Let's keep this thing moving. How many parking tickets did you get at MSU? Uh, did you pay them? Is this is a secondary question? Well, uh, I had a car only two of my years, and I left it at Tweakingham Apartments, way off campus, and didn't visit it for like literally months at a time. So I did a pretty good job of avoiding parking tickets during my time, but I might have gotten one or two. Uh, Jonesy, what about you? I did not do a good job at avoiding parking tickets. Um, <laughs> You did your best to ingratiate yourself to Pace directly. And yes. Did that pay off for you? Um, yes and no. Um, so I never got it from Pace. It was always from MSU. Um, so my freshman and sophomore years, because what was it that I didn't have to park in the commuter lot. What was the one by the train tracks over by South Complex? I don't know. Service. You know what lot I'm talking about, though? Sure, service lot. Yes, that one. Um, yes, yeah, I know. So, I said it. It's it's the right answer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyway, I got a I got a ton of them, and then also maybe then because the car was registered to my parents at the time, um, they also got letters about them, and uh, it may or may not have led to very fun, memorable, warm conversations, all sorts of pleasant, great memories. Love you, and then your and time at. MSU ended up being just as expensive as GW as a result. So <laughs> yes. It all, all comes yeah. around. Should have just given me that I, Metro pass. I got a um, for take, waiting too long to go through an intersection of the green light. Oh, wow. Were they timing you? MSU PD uh, with the, uh, he came up yeah, you, it on my windshield. Your 40 yard dash wasn't, wasn't fast enough. Ooh, I'm more of a line than uh, my 40 dash. You know, <laughs> You gotta, you got a lot of, you know, you got to get the momentum up. That's the most important oh, yeah. thing. The problem is stopping after you get the momentum up. Mm-hmm. Usually, mm-hmm. best just to run into somebody. <laughs> Which An unstoppable, well unstoppable object, immovable yep. wall type of situation. All right, next question. Give me your conjecture on Joshua Langford's season, assuming we have one. Dude has not played Which basketball. Really a question now. That I do that. Can you give me your conjecture? I fixed it. Thank you. Thank you. Let's see, here we are as, as we end Twitter questions. Finally, you know, some the deference we deserve. Yep. Uh, dude hasn't played real basketball in like two years. Like, I think you assume that he's 80% the player that you last saw him. So, good spot shooter, good defender, coming off screens, hitting shots. Um, but n- not. 
really not elevating the team beyond what you've already seen. Better or think, worse Chelsea? than Royer? Oof. Ooh, Foss, Fossy Bear. He just does so much in so many different ways. So Langford's, many, I'm like Langford's defense will never get that that low, right? Also, Unintended? Langford will never have the Gucci belt buckles that right. Fossy Lawyers got. Was, so, was, was the never get that low pun? Was that intended? Yeah, <laughs> the, I mean, this, this was coming like from a man of elven stature, and to make a, a crack like that, like. Hey, disgusting. Hey, hey, from someone hey. who should know better. Disgusting. Have you, uh, you uh, do you know who Half Thor uh, Thorson is? No, no. You know who? Did you watch Game of Thrones at all? Yeah. You know who the mountain is? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a, he was one of those. Um, uh, what's that thing that they have on ESPN when nothing else? He's a Mister Universe or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah called, not Mister right? Universe, but the strong man, world's strongest man. Yeah. yeah, he's like yeah, he's like six eight, four hundred pounds. He looks up to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> he writes you about how a, much. That was a long bridge to get to there. Do they have to reinforce the upper decks uh, for the games that you're there? Like, make sure that those things are, are they really set? To, but they probably should. They should, yeah. yeah. All right, next question. Did we answer Joshua Langford one? I wasn't really listening. We did. We, that was all Joshua Langford. Uh, have you had, have you drank any good new beer uh, during COVID? <laughs> have you discovered anything? I have here a Keweenaw Brewing uh, Widowmaker, which is a dark ale, and it's pretty good. Yeah. Jonesy, what about you? What about I've your... Been, yeah, I've been East on Coast the seltzer bias. train big time. Oh, oh God. So I'm going to give a shout out to... Do you have to get a vasectomy when you drink one of those? No. It just happens automatically. Just automatically happens? Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Anyway, it's uh, called Two Robbers. It's a Philadelphia-based brewing company. Because they're um, robbing you of your money and giving you some terrible <laughs> liquid. Uh, it is uh, 5.2%. So I'm having a good time. Just make a gin and tonic. Or a vodka I'm, tonic or something. I would, but I can't crack the can while I'm recording. Uh, you can't pour a bottle into a glass while you're recording? No, that would be... It doesn't have the same auditory feedback that our our listeners require and deserve at this point. Okay, whatever. Next question. What about you, Upper Deck Jerk Guy? What do you got? Anything, any good recommendations for anyone? Well, you know, Bells came out with their um, Lighthearted. Yeah. That's really good. Do not Mm -hmm. drink a mango Oberon. Oh, that's terrible. Ooh, yeah, that does not sound... Yeah, it's not good. I've had one of the jalapeno ones. It's okay, but mango, no. I tried um, I tried Hop Slam out oh. at a restaurant the other day. I've yeah. had Hop Slam, but the I tried it day, out at a restaurant. It was I not. They still good. have it available. Yeah, I guess well, on the East Coast. Gone by February. Yeah, well, that maybe is why it wasn't any good. Yeah, and and, and Bell's does say it is not a beer that you can age. You should okay. not put it in your, uh, you know, your. It's no longer very drinkable. You should probably write that establishment, Jonesy, and let them know that it's not recommended that they're still serving. Tell tell them I said so. Uh, (laughs) And they'll be like, oh, pour out the keg. Are you on the East Coast, aren't you? Yes, I'm in New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, never mind. That joke writes itself. Yep. Rutgers territory. It's fine. The the Rutger? The Rutger. Does does that river still catch on fire? No, I don't think there's any rivers catching on fire here. I don't think. I think it did. 
Oh, sure, it has. It's just, it's just that, that Cleveland overshadowed it because it's a bigger fire. Oh, yeah, and Michiganders probably should not be pointing any fingers for rivers on fire at this point. Like, Calumet probably River, yeah, what's full of oil when Enbridge blew up their pipeline? Uh, yeah. Next question. Would you rather watch a Spartan football loss next to a UM, University of Michigan, Ann Arbor, because you know there are three of them? Four? Three. A, a UMAA fan or an Iowa fan? Obviously, Iowa. Like, anytime I don't have to be in proximity to a UMAA fan, I'm going to take that option, right? I, yeah, and I would also just add that uh, Iowa was, – was the Big Ten Championship game our last head-to-head with Iowa? It's the last relevant one that I can recall. <laughs> no, but I think it might have been our last head-to-head with them. Anyway, uh, I, I watched that game with a very good friend who went to Iowa – and sorry well i'm sorry for him um but it was a mostly pleasant experience and then there was enough mutual respect that when when you freaked out on the last play and he started crying that that i gave him distance in my freak out (laughs) and uh and you know um it took years before i could start sending the gif over to him of lj scott reaching into the end zone before you started rubbing it in, you gave him the the right amount of space before you started rubbing yes. it in. Yes, and and I think that's my point about I would rather watch with an Iowa fan because they seem to be very kind, pleasant, though uh, like a Spartan, very defensive fan base. So I think there's probably just a a mutual be kind and enjoy the game in your silo. All right. There have definitely been MSU Iowa games since that one. Uh, right. There was one in 2017, at the very least. Whatever. Um, your cry. What made you think of this question, man? Why Iowa in particular? Because Iowa people lately on the Twitters have been coming no. after Michigan State, and I know an Iowa person, and he is untenable. <laughs> the worst. Oh, <laughs> the worst. This just goes to show me you need to get to know more U of M fans. Uh, oh no! You know it's, it's funny. Part. I know a lot of UMAA fans, and I will tell you that the ones who graduated actually graduated from the university AA, not Flint, not Dearborn, are actually pretty good people. You know, you can joke around with them, you can banter, whatever else. People who don't have much connection are horrible. I mean, I'll I'll accept that argument to a degree, but uh, I have had several five, six beer nights with UMAA alums that have gotten heated on this subject. Maybe that's just the type of people you attract. That might just be the case. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see that. I mean, look at, look at the kind of MSU fans that I attract. So <laughs> was that, wait, was that shot at me? That was a shot at both of you. All right. Two birds. Right. So let's get to the next stone. question. Gretchy. Gretch, yeah. Gretch, Gretchen. What, what, how do you actually pronounce your last name? It's open to interpretation. All right. However Gretchen. you want to. Gretchen, and you know, you can take that as an insult or, you know, as, as a good thing, it, you know, you're like a big Gretch. I'm a big Gretch, yeah. for sure. Have you ever actually sought out professional help? Oh, of course. That's I'm, what this is. This is my therapy right now. Oh, I sought know. out you, Upper Deck Jerk. No, no. I said, I mean, this professional is. Professional help. This is it. Psychiatrist with access to. Here drugs. we are. Let's go. I can't, I can't write you a prescription for Xanax, man. <laughs> I might have some, but I can't write you a prescription for it. <laughs> I can't help you get yours. Five dollars a pill. Uh, I mean, upper deck jerk guy. 
I appreciate you looking out for my emotional well-being. Um, and I just hope uh, make the podcast better. Yeah, <laughs> I, unsuccessful. I don't think we elevated the podcast here today. Oh, um, definitely, Jonesy. Anything else you uh, you want to cover? Well, we've got the man. Uh, you know, uh, no. Uh, let's just get this over with. Get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, Direct, I'm, sticking around. I'm sticking around. I got more questions. We're gonna beef up the security and uh, <laughs> hey, hey, upper deck jerk guy, go yeah. green. Go white.